It's time to go live at Lucian Live 2022 in Denver, Colorado, April 10th through 13th at the Denver Convention Center. Discover the innovative solutions, transformative insights, and strong connections to help you lead through change. Register at elucian.com slash Live and catch Elvin and I recording on-site live. We can't wait to see all of you. It's time. Welcome back, everybody. It's your time to Ed Up on the Ed Up Experience podcast, where we make education your business. As I now am eclipsing, I don't know, 410, 20, something like that episodes, and you think I'm a professional, you'd be wrong. Uh, because my guests today have watched me literally, uh, I can't get the volume right. I can't get my microphone I have sitting up on a box of tissues at this moment. Okay, that's how professional I am on a box of tissues and it fell off the box of tissues twice as I was trying to figure out how my guests could better hear me, which they didn't really care to hear me. They just want to say what they need to say. And so I'm really, I don't, I don't matter in this conversation. I'm just going to ask them the good questions. They're going to give you all the good stuff. But I'm like, you know, I have to be able to be heard to ask the question or else what are they going to, how are they going to know what to talk about? So anyway, I can't get my levels right. My microphone's falling over the, all over the place. I am fumbling through my words. That's the edit experience for you, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully that's why you listen, because we are just very imperfect here. Um, we're not going to polish this sucker. We're going to get all the ums and ahs and all that stuff. We're going to leave it in here so you know that we're having honest conversation. I have very honest guests with me today with a very exciting, I would say very exciting thing that they want to talk with you about. I'm going to bring them in right now. Here they come. Mary Lappin, she is Strategy Officer for Participation at Community Colleges with Illumina Foundation and, wait for it, wait for it, Shauna Davis, she is Strategy Director, Participation at Community Colleges with Illumina Foundation. Ladies, how are you? Doing great, thank Very you. Nice. It's been a long time since someone clapped uh, for announcing my name, so that was great. <laughs> you need to get your whole household on that, Shauna. I mean, you know, I, I tell my wife and, and kids, I'm like, you know, what? I do this. I hit this this applause for other people. You got to applause for me when I come home. It's not working <laughs> yet. It's not, it's not taking on yet. So I'm excited to talk to you ladies because you're here. Um, first of all, the Lumina Foundation does incredible work. So why don't we start there and I'll start with you, Shauna. For, for, for those of us in higher ed that maybe have not heard about the Lumina Foundation, not including myself, of course, because I met with uh, your CEO um, on this podcast. What is Illumina Foundation and what work are you doing in higher education? Yes. Yeah, so um, the Illumina Foundation, we're a private foundation based in Indianapolis, Indiana, and our wo work is focused on education and equity. Uh, in education, uh, education attainment in particular. And, uh, you know, it's our desire uh, to support a system that is fair and accessible and you know, promotes all opportunities for all people, uh, you know, and it shouldn't be dependent on your family income or your gender or your race or a number of other things that unfortunately historically have um, limited people's opportunity to attain education in this country. So we are very much focused on that and we're doing all kinds of wonderful work and policy and practice and uh, racial justice and equity uh, to support systems and states and even colleges in doing this work. Amazing. That's very important work, Shauna. And now just as a follow-up question, how important are community colleges to achieving that goal of equity, of access in general? Yeah, so very important. 
a lot of people have thoughts about community colleges and what they think they know about community colleges, um, you know, good or bad, based on whatever their opinion happens to be. What's, what is um, not known by a lot of people is that I believe our latest data point, Mary, correct me if I'm wrong, was about 40%, I believe, of all undergraduates are actually educated at America's community colleges. So they represent community colleges as a part of the higher ed ecosystem, a very large part of the undergraduate education experience uh, in this country. Wow, I didn't know it was that high. Um, that's that's an interesting stat, and I think it will surprise a lot of folks, right? Because, in, and to your point, community college stigma, and you, we, we, we've talked about this extensively on this podcast, that, you know, community colleges were junior colleges, people considered them the 13th grade. If you went to a community college, you didn't make it at the private university. That whole thing is reversed. That whole, you know, stigma is being eliminated, and it's important that people now look at a community college as a way to get a quality education, reduce their debt, still go to the, the four-year that they want, or maybe stay at their community college and get a four-year degree because many co community colleges are getting into that business. Mary, mm -hmm. do you find that students are more open in general to community colleges and that communities are more responsive or, or more accepting of the fact that community colleges are a definite path, not an alternative path? Yeah, I, I think we're getting there, but I think I think we have a ways to go in some ways too. I mean, I think that we have definitely shifted the conversation over the past five, 10 years to really, to your point, highlight what community colleges can offer to their students and to their communities. Um, and those are both for you know high school age students, and but even more so our adult learners and our adult students who are going back to college or going to college for the first time. And community colleges offer that flexibility and also access that um, four-year institutions don't always have, they just, they just don't in the way that they are set up. So I do think that we are seeing a shift in um, and what the perception of our community colleges are. But that's part of what we are doing with this brand, um, brand building challenge, because we do see that there's a shift, but there's also work to do around the aspiration part of our community colleges. We see that they are great um, access, they are our low cost option, but we also want to even more highlight what it looks like to um, or what our colleges have to offer in, in the quality education and workforce options. Um, and that's really what our focus is with this challenge. So could I jump in there for a second? Is that okay? One of the things that I, and, and I didn't mention this earlier when I was um, announcing, kind of giving more background on our, our foundation, the Lumina Foundation, is, is that key piece that Mary just mentioned, which is workforce. And so when you were talking about even the degrees uh, piece, we're really focused on um, credential attainment. And that includes, yes, degrees, um, four-year, two-year, but it also includes certifications, certificates, uh, you know, any sort of credential post-high school that could lead to upward economic mobility. And I think that's what's so important as well, that that the broader piece of this kind of that understanding that you know community colleges have that dual mission of we, yes we're focused on transfer and getting people into applied degrees uh, into transfer degrees but also into other credentials that also lead to um, you know very um, important careers uh, that that people have and into upward economic mobility yeah that's important because and, and I remember uh, talking with Jamie and he was talking about the mission of Lumina. I think it was 60% of the workforce having some type of credential. Mm -hmm. Credential of value. Here. By yes. 2025. Five. Or 20, yes. okay, 2025. Memory is actually pretty <laughs> I got my microphone. 60% of the workforce that have some type of credential upskilled 
so that they can continue to work by 2025. Huge, big goal, huge, big goal. So it takes a heck of a focus. And you guys are here to talk about how to help promote some of that focus with a challenge. Mary mentioned it a couple of times. She said the word challenge. I don't know if you picked it out, but we didn't tell you yet. We didn't tell you the audience yet. Mary, Shauna, whoever wants to go first, what is this challenge that you're talking about? Yep. So I did, I did tease it because um, it is the million dollar community college challenge. And um, we are really excited. Again, Mary? Wait, uh, the what? million dollar community college challenge. Whoa. Um, yes. And, and I love the side effects um, of the sound effects because that makes it even more exciting on our end. Um, and, and I'll get started, but Shauna, please jump in. I mean, we're really asking community colleges to tell us what makes their college exceptional, what makes them unique. Um, what they have to offer their community. And by doing that, then they have a chance to win a million dollars to shape, improve, and um, amplify their college's brand and their community. Um, yeah, Shauna, what would you add? Yeah, so I would, I would add kind of this idea that we have this challenge, which is actually, the name doesn't actually do it justice. So when you think about the number of awards that we're actually going to give out, it's closer to 2 million. So we're actually going to give out $1.9 million worth of grants, um, $1 million to the challenge winner. Uh, and then we're going to give out nine $100,000 grants as well to um, finalists. Uh, who, um, so we're, we're really excited to do this. And it really stems around this idea when you when you gave our, our names, we have these interesting titles like participation at community colleges, what is that? And so that really is um, tied to this challenge. That's this idea of how do we get more adults? Uh, and when we say adult, we know that uh, you know many younger students have very adult lives uh, in this day and age, certainly. Um, but we're talking about adults 25 plus, right? 25 and older. How do we get more adults uh, to enroll in community colleges for the first time? for degrees, workforce training, um, whatever that may be. And also the, those millions of people who have some college credits, but no degree, they went, they started, uh, you know, many factors um, prevented them from finishing and they need to come back and complete a credential of value in order to benefit from that in the in the workplace. And so it's, it's both of those things. And one of the things that we didn't see um, getting addressed enough was this idea of something you touched on earlier, but it's like this idea of brand positioning for community colleges and what people think about them and just how very important, if we're all being really honest, how very important um, brand is when we're making educational choices. Yeah, I mean, well said, Shauna, because it's brand, it's marketing, it's positioning, it is a competitive environment for in higher education, more competitive than it's ever been. And not because I, I, the pandemic made it that way because everybody went online, but one of the negative consequences of the pandemic, as you both know, is that community colleges in particular saw pretty steep enrollment declines. When you're talking, let's go back to that student profile that you just talked about, Shauna. Adult students, working families, family member gets sick, job loss. A lot of these people were frontline workers or working in service industries and all of a sudden those jobs are gone. What do you do when you have no money or you can't put food on the table or you're not providing for your family? You drop school because it's a time, it, it, it takes time and there's an investment in time. And so you reprioritize. Re and so we saw sometimes 10 to 15% enrollment declines, Mary. And this grant, this, this, when I say, I say the word grant, but this challenge mm -hmm. is 
um, going to help some community colleges work to get students back, right? So it is, Mary, if you don't mind, I'll jump in there real quick because I think one of the things we really need to place emphasis on is that the uh, pandemic didn't create the enrollment decline. The pandemic sharpened the enrollment decline. It, we, we saw there were, there were kind of trends that were happening before that. Um, and you, you see this all along with how people talk about, you know, what's the value of higher education right now? Or should I go? Or people just saying, yeah, I'd like to do that. But this is just the way the design of higher education just doesn't fit with my life. And to your point, education may be on my hierarchy of needs. This is not at the top of my list, right? I want to, you know, I, I aspire to, to do better or to have more or, or to move up in my field, but I have, I have to keep a roof over my head. I need to keep food on the table. I need childcare. I need all these sorts of things. And maybe number three or four is like within my, my time limitations and just kind of, you know, my capacity, uh, you know, as a person with energy and resources, that might be where I have to fit education in. So it's important to note, like when you look at the challenge, the way that we've designed this is that we really focus on this idea of brand building. What we didn't want to do is, is lead to some sort of um, misperception around, well, if you just, you know, say a lot of creative things and fancy things, you'll just get people to come in, you know, so like, just tell them, give them a good jingle, you know, brand identity is important, people being able to like, you know, relate, you know, I'm you know, an idea or something to a sound or a visual, those things are all really important. But we specifically said brand building, because we understand that in, in kind of the sea of, you know, higher education brands, like brand is a sensory experience. You can tell me what you want to tell me, but I have to be able to experience it. It's your reputation. It's all of those sorts of things. And so we really wanted colleges to go deeper than, yes, you can, you can do ads, you can do those sorts of things, but there's got to be some substance um, behind it. We say behind the gloss, there has to be a lot of substance. You have to operationalize it and, and people, you know, have to have good experiences to go out there and kind of, you know, uh, you know, preach the gospel of your brand, so to speak. Oh, yeah. You got to feel it, right? You got to feel, feel it. it. Mm -hmm. You got to feel it. You got to feel the fit. You have to feel the brand. Mary, you have two guitars uh, behind you here as I'm looking at you. And um, I want to know if you're a singer. And just a random question as I'm staring at these guitars. Do you play guitar? I do not. I will tell you, I, I live in Nashville, Tennessee, and I am I am not musical. But I have a um, a fiance. He's very musical. So we have lots of guitars. So give um, me some of the deets, Mary and Shauna. Um, what, so I'm a community college. I Maybe I've applied. Uh, there was an application process. There yeah. is one. What, how do you decide? When do you decide? Give me some of that criteria and process. So if I'm listening, I'm going, whoa, 1.9 million? A million, first of all, a million dollars to the winner. And then nine $100,000 payouts for, or investments in community college. That's a lot. So mm -hmm. what do I have to do? Yeah, so our application just closed um, this past Tuesday. So right now we are um, our first round of applications. So we are sorting through our a fantastic response. I'll say um, we've received hundreds of applications. We're sorting through, looking at all the great ideas that we've heard from schools, and um, and we'll narrow that down to our top ten finalists. And those folks will be identified um, later this spring. And then from there, um, we get to first um, work with those top 10 finalists to um, 
really dig into what their brand building looks like and what their ideas are. But I think what's even more exciting is for folks who are not part of those top 10 finalists or maybe just didn't get a chance to apply, we'll be continuing to share what we're learning on our website. So luminafoundation.org forward slash challenge. Um, we'll have our, um, our learnings on there. We've been working with um, our consultants, Noetic Consulting, to really think about what is it that adult learners think about the perception of their community college? What can we do to really invite more um, adult learners onto our campuses and onto our community colleges? And are excited to share that work um, with the field at large um, on our website and then, you know, talking to great folks like y'all. Hey, everybody, head over to www.edupexperience.com, our website, where you're going to find all of the episodes that we've recorded categorized so that you can ensure that you're spending your time listening to the podcasts that are most important to you. You're going to see the reviews of our podcast, the shows in our network, our partners, and a section on starter episodes. If you're new to the Edup experience, listen to those starter episodes and get a feel for how the podcast has evolved over time and our impact in the world. www.edupexperience.com. Well, so Shauna, I'm going to corner you here for a second and I'm going to say once these 10 final, once the 10 winners have been selected, I would love here live on the Edup experience for, to have you agree to come back and tell us about these 10 schools and why they were selected and why you uh, feel that they are positioned right to receive this assistance. It would be great to talk through it with you all as you've selected these folks to know who they are, what impact they're having in the community and why Lumina decided to support them. We'd love to do that. And I'll tell See, you even, nice. yes. Oh, that's great. Like, we'd love to do that. We, and that's, we really do plan on sharing, um, you know, the information with the field. And I'll tell you for your listeners, even those, you know, the application, as Mary said, just closed. But if you go look at the application, um, at there, we asked some really interesting questions that I think even colleges that didn't apply, that I think are really good questions to ask yourself at your campus as you're thinking about how you're positioning, um, you know, who you are as a college community and what you have to offer the community. Uh, and is that is that resonating in the way in which you intend it to resonate? And the most important question I think that we ask, and we, we're gonna come back, yes, and talk about this, was the very last question in which we, it's what we call like, it's the million dollar question, right? It is this idea of how would, how would um, winning a million dollars help you to transform your college brand building efforts? That's the question. Have some zen, you gotta think through that. How you gotta think through that. Yeah, because that's a lot of the, you know, the issue we hear a lot in education. We say, well, you can't just throw money at this. And yeah, you're right. You, you can't just throw money. But if you have money to actually resource a strategy, that can be impactful, right? Yeah. So if you just have money and you don't have any strategy, yes, that, that's not going to necessarily help a whole lot. So this idea that, you know, we really wanted to get in kind of in, inside their, their thoughts as far as like, what is your vision for what, what would you do if you could transform this thing and you had the resources to do it? So we are really excited. If you, can you not tell? Like we are so excited about reading these applications and, and really, you know, learning from the field and then being able to share that as far as like what are these big ideas and these thoughts um, that so many colleges across the country have. Yeah and you know we we are huge massive supporters of community colleges here at the Edup Experience we've interviewed I don't know 40 college and presidents or so from uh, community colleges the impact is incredible and and the, Im the impact is also incredible and one, one of the ways community colleges and the word community is important when you're talking about community colleges because those people that are educated within a community college many times end up 
uh, uh, making roots in that community and working in that community and making it better and, it, and so on and so forth. How will you measure success, Mary and Shauna, of this program? So you're talking about brand building. Is it messaging that measures success? Is it the enrollment that measures success? Is it retention? Is it outcomes? How do you look at this in a year from now? I'm assuming there's some period where you go, you know what, this really worked. What, and, and how do you measure that? Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's all of the above that you just hit on. So there's a couple of layers to that. In the broader sense, measuring success, us having this conversation today is really, you know, a point of success to be able kind of having national conversation and, in, in, you know, national venues about how important community colleges are and, and to help community colleges think about and strengthen their brand as you know as the kind of as an industry so to speak across the board that that is part of our measure of success the secondary piece to that is exactly what you just said is this idea that community colleges are primarily they're local institutions that educate and work people work um you know uh, well, educate people who work and live in their communities is what I'm trying to say. And so this idea that, you know, as a local brand, how impactful are you in your community? There's lots of ways you can you can measure that. So for colleges that are running campaigns, you'll be able to measure metrics and things about how effective a campaign is. But also this idea of changing or 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 adding to a better understanding within the community as to who you are. Um, I think these are also things that are measurable, but they're also organic uh, in the sense about how people feel about you, whether or not your students, you know, have a high level of satisfaction with your institution and they're willing to go out and tell their mother, you know, a brother, father, sister, friend, you know, about this institution and, and say that this is a great place. I think when you have more graduates who have a point of pride and they're talking about, you know, their experience with the community colleges in their community, that's going to be also something um, that's extremely important. Um, so yes, yeah, so there will be some point of uh, absolutely some, you know, quantitative measure uh, that we'll be putting in place based on the actual goals. Um, enrollment is certainly, you know, one of the core reasons that we want to do this uh, in the long run too, right? You know, this idea that we can't just order up people, so to speak, from term to term, that people have to know you, trust you, they have to believe in it, they have to like, they have to see that this is possible for themselves. They have to see people like them achieving whatever it is that you're trying to kind of put in front of them to achieve. And that those things are not necessarily immediate uh, um, things when you're trying to help someone kind of expand their mindset or even think about like, in, in that you know limited capacity or time that I may have that I could do this. But when we're able to do those sorts of things, we should be able to measure those sorts of things in enrollment. And we don't just wanna enroll you, we want you to enroll and we want you to stay and complete that credential so that you can benefit from that credential and then your family benefits and of course your community benefits. Mary, um, let me ask you because there aren't too many challenges or grants for marketing. You see them for academics or programs or outcomes sometimes, or it, it's an area in particular, but marketing is kind of one of those areas where it's like, well, we're not going to invest in that because it's too front facing. And, you know, so is that what makes this challenge unique is that it's investing in the messaging and marketing of schools? Yeah, I mean, I think it does. And, you know, like we, we don't talk a lot about, um, or I, I guess we, we haven't heard as much about marketing in our community colleges, but our four-year institutions have been talking about this forever. I mean, March Madness is starting today and there is, you know, football or basketball, I do know my sports kind of, um, but there's basketball all over the place, like logos, brands, and um, and I know I picked my bracket based on the, the schools that I know and their brand. I don't know anything about basketball, but I know brands. 
Um, and so we're bringing that conversation to community colleges. Um, and I think that it's that that is what makes this unique is bringing that conversation there, really making sure that, you know, within our communities that um, they're a place of pride and a place that people know who they are and know, you know, like the, the folks who, who graduated from there and our local business leaders and business owners, making sure that that's really top of mind for folks. Um, and something else I would say too is, you know, like we talk a lot about um, how to enroll students into our community colleges. And I've had several conversations this week with community college leaders and they, we talk a lot about dual enrollment and traditional age students, but like really cracking that nut of how do we get into our communities and reach out to adults who may not know that, um, that they were there, that we're an option. This is a way to do that. And this is a way that we may not have, um, have always touched on in the previous just kind of outreach strategies or you know, outreach campaigns. This is a way to be a part of the community and, um, and a place for, community, or for adult learners to see real, real opportunity. Um, for themselves and for their families. So, so could I could I add to that real quick? Yeah, of course. You know, mm -hmm. so what you know what made me think of Mary, we were having this conversation with a number of colleges and it's this idea that um, almost every uh, the response has been amazing and it's because the feedback that we're getting is that oh my gosh, we need support in this area, right? So when we talk about historically like the underfunding of community colleges, unfortunately, uh, marketing sometimes gets seen as a luxury and not kind of as a need. Um, and this, and, and so then of course the college, you know, doesn't necessarily um, get the full benefit of being able to go out there and make those vital college to community connections that they need to make as local colleges uh, in a consistent and compelling way. And so the intentionality here is that there's great work being done in, in many organizations around uh, some of the, you know, I call more of the the tactical pieces, you know, some Absolutely. of the mechanical pieces of enrollment uh, in other areas. And so we need those things, but we also realized that colleges were saying, okay, we're lower, our tuition is lower cost. So it's not really, it's not the same conversation you're having with four-year universities about affordability. There, there are no $50,000 a year community colleges, right? Um, it's not, you know, we're accessible. It's not like we're keeping people out. Uh, so, but this idea of, low cost and accessibility is not translating into uh, a, a high demand for enrollment, even in a national conversation about the affordability of higher education. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's one of the things that we really wanted. We see this as a, a, a core component of this idea of addressing enrollment that we can't just show up and give and tell people, you know, it's we're, we're accessible, we're open and it'll cost you less. Um, and think that alone is going to be enough to get people to actually enroll in our colleges. We also have to look at you know, things like the fundamental design of the college. Are you fundamentally designed for working people? And we know that most community colleges work, students work. Um, and um, that those are core things. So when we're talking about that marketing, it's why we wanted to go there and bring that. It was a need, but it's also kind of gets to that whole piece about brand building. Like, what do you really have to offer? Um, one of the questions was about like, what's your promise to, a, to um, adult students? And how do you know you're delivering on that? Um, so we you know, really wanted to get there. I, I wanna just drive home the point you're making here, which is when most people think marketing they're thinking that you're just gonna create a bunch of messaging about coming to school here, and it's a luxury to your point, and we have other things to worry about. But true marketing and true brand building does, does yeah, it recruits students, it keeps them, 
big part of marketing is retention and yes. and services and saying, hey, you don't need to go away. We we can get you here. And this email campaign is going to cost us a little bit of money, but that's marketing because that keeps a student here. We generate revenue by keeping the student here. The student benefits because they get to get closer to the outcome. And then you have alumni and you want those alumni to come back for lifelong learning and so yes. on. So marketing is much broader than this little part of the front end that's a luxury. It is a, a, a organizational wide effort to make people see value in the education in the brand, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's take us home. Take us home, Sean. I'm going to give you the last word here. We, what did we miss? Uh, I'll ask both of you, Mary, Shauna, Mary, you go first. What did we miss about the Lumina Foundation, the Million Dollar Challenge? Anything that you want to say, Mary, start with you to take us out and Shauna, add anything that you want to say on top of that. You know, Shauna, I'm going to kick it over to you. I, I feel like we had um, a great conversation. Um, well, what, what would you add? So the um, the only thing that I would add is this idea that we we started this challenge as a way to kind of illuminate and highlight the the need to have this national conversation, but our commitment to this work is not a challenge. It's much bigger than that. And so we are definitely um, looking forward to sharing what comes out of this um, with the field. And we also invite, uh, you know, those who are listening, you have ideas and there's things like, hey, you know, you all really should be thinking about this. Or as you think about how um, we're addressing, uh, you know, enrollment participation for adult students, you know, have you ever thought about this? We welcome, you know, that uh, feedback mm -hmm. as well. Uh, because so much of our work really is about, we want to do great work at individual colleges but we want we want to see change uh, across we want to see states and systems and districts and uh, you know many there's millions of Americans who could benefit from a post-secondary credential uh, and so we know that like we're looking for those those colleges with big ideas uh, that can spark transformational change and proof points in the field and we're so excited to work with them but our goal is 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 not only one college but this idea of how do we help many colleges understand how to do this work and how do we understand and talk about this idea that they need resources in order to do this work and it's never um it's never been a more compelling time when we look at coming i don't know are we coming out of a pandemic we say coming out of a pandemic i, I just heard like another something or other that's something. The case. Yes. Okay. So we're coming out of a pandemic. And so we need to connect with people and people need opportunity. And so, you know, America's community colleges are really poised to, to offer that, that education and that opportunity to people. And we want to be a part of that solution. I'll leave you guys with a final thought right here off the website uh, of luminafoundation.org slash challenge. We all win when more adults can access and complete their education. Uh, truer words have never been spoken. I love it. Uh, my guests today, um, they are fire. So we're going to let them go out fire. with the fire button. Mary Lappin, she is strategy officer for particip participation uh, at community colleges, for community colleges. Oh my gosh, I got to get that right. See? <laughs> and then Shauna Davis, she's strategy director participation at community colleges. Ladies, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you here on the Edit Experience podcast. Did you enjoy your time? I did, Absolutely. and we're coming back. Yeah, we're coming back. You heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here live in the podcast. Sean and Mary, what a pleasure! Thank you for bringing this to to us and wanting to talk about it. What an incredible way to help uh, America's community colleges. Uh, nothing but respect uh, from me and Elvin to you all and the work that you're doing at Lumina. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. You've just add up.
It's time to go live at Lucian Live 2022 in Denver, Colorado, April 10th through 13th at the Denver Convention Center. Discover the innovative solutions, transformative insights, and strong connections to help you lead through change. Register at elucian.com slash Live and catch Elvin and I recording on-site live. We can't wait to see all of you. It's time.